One, two, three, four, I'm testing. Peace, my people. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to yet another episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I'm your host with the most, keeping 100 from coast to coast, through God of Boast, A-D-Q. It is Friday. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. Now I'm playing. It's Friday, um, August, August, uh, yeesh, I'm forgetting the date. August 28th. It's Friday, August 28th, uh, 2020. I am officially like, uh, let's see. I don't know what, uh, three days. Three days before my 35th birthday. I don't look at do that. I know I don't look it. I know I don't look it. So today, um, we're going to be talking to Brother Mendeza. Uh, Mendeza, Mendeza, uh, F8. Uh, brothers out of Cape Town, South Africa. Um, he is the host of the podcast, FKU Africa. We're going to chop it up with him. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's like um, 8 p.m., I think. No, no, no. It's 10 p.m. Where he's at? over in Cape Town, South Africa. So, yo, we about to chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Family on family. We about to, we about to kick game and whatnot and see what is going on. See, uh, open up the dialogue that needs to be, that needs to take place between someone who is from uh, African, who is actually in Africa, who is actually in the motherland. I'm sweating more. And um, a brother in the African who is in America. Not an African America, uh, not an African American, but an African who's in America. You know what I'm saying? Um, sure, I would call myself an African North Carolinian before I would call uh, before I would call myself an African American because you know I am in uh, North Carolina anyway. But you know. looking for something. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a double-edged sword. Forget it. I got one right here. Y'all know how I like to open up every single episode, and that is in the Word. So, let's see. Woo! Oh, dang. Y'all, I just opened it up, and it came right to this. Check this out. The book of Isaiah, chapter 24, verse, uh, verse... Four through six. We're going to do four through six. The earth dries up and withers. The world languishes and withers. The heavens languish with the earth. The earth is defiled by its people. They have disobeyed the laws, violated the statute, the statutes, and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse consumes the earth. Its people must bear their guilt. Therefore, earth inhabitants are burned up and very few are left. Basically, that says to me, I'm putting all my trust and all my faith into the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because the way the way things are going with creation and stuff, COVID, meteors, storms, Donald Trump, Joe Biden and stuff, just God, I'm ready when you are. I got a nice fresh cut and stuff, courtesy of Kingdom Cuts or whenever. Now, my brother has entered the chat room. 
Let's get cracking, yo. Let's get cracking. It's that crazy thing with Zoom. You gotta wait for the audio to play out. Alright, let me just get my camera up. Alright, how's my lights there? Do I look good? Peace, brother. Yeah, man, what's up? How you living, man? Can you... Nah, I'm good, man. Can't complain. How's, how's my lights there? Am I good? You're good, man. The lights, the lights shining on you. The lights shining on you so bright, you almost look light-skinned right now. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's good. That's good. Oh, peace to you, okay. sir. From I don't need another. Oh, well, I was about to say peace to yeah, you, sir. Yeah, I from North Carolina. Are you, are you from North Carolina? I am from North Carolina. Ah, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, just uh, give me. Um, let, let make sure that I'm also recording. Ne? On the what? Uh, accept me because I, I have to record so for me to record you have to accept it as a host oh well i'm well i'm recording right now i'm not yet recording so uh it says here yeah, please request recording permissions from the meeting host oh dang okay let me see see y'all see my people zoom be tripping sometimes I know, man. I know uh, these things. I'm not getting anything that's uh, asking. Do I? Do I want? Uh, do I want to let you record? I uh, like uh, just um, make me a, a host as well. So let's let's let us be a host as well. Uh, all okay. of us. Aha! Allow record. Boom. All right, record, record on, brother. Ah, uh, let me see, let me see. All right, that's good. I'm recording, man. So, what's up, man? How's it going there? Man, everything's good, man. We quarantining. You know, um, some of us are out doing stuff, wearing masks and whatnot. Um, just out here. I know me. I'm out here living blessed, black and highly favored, making theater and whatnot. As you can see, with all the posters on my wall. Um, yeah, man, I see. I see. There's too much going on over there, man. I watch you on about, man. What's going on over those big, those posts, man? I can't make. I can't make uh, sense of the of the posts. I can't even read one. What's the going posters, on there? These are posters from plays that uh, I've been in. I do a lot. Of, uh, I'm a theater person. I do a lot of theater. So these are all plays that I've been in um, over the past. Over the past many many years, right. like one of these plays is a All race. Right, like one of these plays is a play uh, called a All race. Right, um, that, that, that's what's up, man. So, uh, in terms of plays, what what you on about? Like really, what you you what what your play is about? Is it about uh, some social? Um, issues or it's about fun and happiness or love and all that what is it all about well um the play well the play um 
these plays that I've been in, they're about a lot of things, but the plays that I've written, like I've written a play called Time, it was about suicide and depression, uh, something that occurs in our community a lot that we don't address very much. A play, another play that I wrote were, was called Battle of the Books. It's about a devoted father and devoted mother, black, um, wanting to see their daughter read more and become more immersed in literature. Um, that idea came to me when I was just, you know, working at a daycare and seeing so many parents, ba 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I was sweeping and it just happened and it came to me one day. Um, another play that I'm, another play that I've written that I'm working on putting up right now is called Aprenda Espanol. It is about black it's about black man who's trying to do better and he ends up having to study with um, a, a Mexican girl in order to in order to get better at his Spanish. And I am right. kind of like alluding to the tension between black gang members and Mexican gang members in California with that one. Uh, that that sounds cool, man. So, uh, we just get into it. We didn't even introduce each other, man. So, no, let me just take off. this time so, to introduce myself. So, for your audience, <laughs> let me I'm take this time. You, and you introduce yeah. yourself to my audience. All right, for uh, for your audience, this is Maneza Maneza F A down from South Africa, man in Africa in a beautiful city called Cape Town. Uh, this is where I'm from, man. We're doing it big out here. We, we just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a hip hop artist. Um, I did plays uh, when I was coming up, but it didn't work for me because I couldn't like uh, apprehend the, uh, uh, the, the memorizing of the scripts and all that kind of stuff. It was, was too much for me because I had so much going on in my life back then. So yeah, so I, I just stick to music. I just stick to hip hop. I do hip hop. I do podcasts. I do uh, web development. I do websites and, and apps and all that kind of stuff, man. So you say you are uh, AQ. What, what are you on about, man? Okay. So peace to my brothers and sisters over in the motherland. Um, my name is, um, I go by ADQ with podcasting, radio, writing. I mean, uh, when I rap, when I do poetry, but it's a acronym for, it's an acronym for my government name, which is Adrian Dion Quarles. Um, I'm coming at y'all live from Greensboro, North Carolina here in America. I'm originally from, uh, I'm, I'm originally from small, beautiful Shelby, North Carolina. Uh, also, there's a time in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Shout out to Trey Fo and Shell Town. Um, me, what I do, what I do uh, for a living, um, I teach. Like I'm an assistant teacher over at Western Guilford uh, Middle School. But um, me, I act. I I'm a playwright. Just joining up with the Dramatist Guild. Um, what else? I, I rap, you know, I don't rap like I used to. I don't do hip hop like I used to. But you know, I got bars, man. I got I bars. Gotta, I gotta I, I gotta to, get back to you too on that one, man. We gotta do something. We do, man, we do, we do. Um, so uh um, yeah, so I also do poetry, you know, 
it, I think it was kind of easy. Uh, I thought it was easy to uh, go from hip hop into poetry. It was like, hey, just write lyrics and, and instead of rapping them, talking. But no, it's a completely different form. Very related, very related art form, but completely different, right? Um, yeah, what else? yeah. Uh, I've directed a few. Pl- I've directed a few plays. Most recently, Submerged, which can be seen on YouTube. Ha ha! Shameless plug right there. Gully Frame Theater, Theater uh, Film uh, Zoom Fest. Um, what else? I come up, come up here with that YouTube. So what? Give that plug for YouTube. Give that plug again for YouTube. Say it one more time. I give us that plug for YouTube again so that my people can check it out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I would definitely uh, put. I would definitely put a link on uh, YouTube. Definitely. Right, um, cool. uh, let's see what else, man. Shoot, you asked me what I do. That's a loaded question. Oh yeah, and one thing. Oh yeah, uh, of course, our podcast, ADQ's Renaissance, which we're uh, co-prop, which we're co-doing. I'm on ADQ. Uh, you're on ADQ's Renaissance. I'm on FKU Africa. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, and um, I just got a radio slot that I'm using to promote theater. It's going. It's called ADQ Stage Door. It comes on 106 TBC uh, every Wednesday, uh, five uh, during the five to six slot. And last but not least, this is why this is why I try doing everything that I do. I want to bring our people together. That's what's up. Because, because. You know, there are black people here in America who will say, I ain't no African. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, me, y'all in Africa, Jamaicans, Haitians, all of us, we are one. And the sooner that we realize that, better. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. That's not only limited to those, man. Like, Africans are all over the place, man. You'd be surprised. Africans are flooding China right now, man. Africans are in Australia right now, man. Africans are in Brazil right now, man. Africans are in Europe, all over Europe. So Africans are, are everywhere. So we don't have to limit to those that we know, like those are in Africa and those that are in America. Africans are everywhere. As soon as we recognize that we are all one, and we just need to have the same papers, the, the better for all of us. Yeah, and, soon, and the sooner that, and the sooner that we realize that we're one family, you know, I don't look at, I don't look at like, yo, we're all Africans, we're better than everyone. No, 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 no. It's like we're all Africans. Let's love ourselves as much as we love everyone else. Yeah. Like yeah. I have white friends. I have, I have, uh, I have a, a very good friend who's Cambodian. I have Hispanic friends and stuff. Um, they go home, they tight. They like really, they like really skin Spanish tight with their culture. They're going to carry out their culture yeah. always. That's for real, yeah. We need to do the same thing. Yeah, for sure, man. So, uh, uh, what what y'all been doing there, like for to make sure that you make the awareness for other brothers around you, your cycle, and uh, around the states there to make sure that you have some kind of a unity that points to pan Africanism. Well, 
the way I do it, well, the way I do it is kind of like a, in kind of a bit of an advocacy mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll walk up in the spaces wearing stuff like this. Yeah. Or, original, soul, beautiful. Really, man? Great. Original, soul, beautiful, proud, uh, the greatest, ghetto. Uh, what is that? Is that for, forever? Yeah. That's what's up, man. Black. That's what's up. And like I said, I walk in the spaces wearing stuff like that, and I uh, walk. I try to walk in with the with the with the knowledge of myself. Now I don't know everything, but you know, I'm learning as I get older. And yeah. I think, okay, what would be the way to carry? What would what would be the way to approach whichever whatever situation I do that would be beneficial for my people? Yeah. Like, like, what is this? Like, what is this boy doing? That's going to that's going to uh, get him further down that that school prison pipeline. What? How can I help him stay away from that and be the governor or be a doctor or you know what I'm saying? Be a game changer. Yeah. What is this black business that is going on? that benefits people that may need a couple of dollars just to keep them going. Okay, let me hear, let me get one of their products. The bank, but the main thing is, what are some stories that I could tell about us and write about us that would kind of like tell a story about us, which is what I did with Time and Battle of Books. Yeah, that uh, sounds good, man. So um, on my side, we, we just uh, wake up now and realize that the the continent that we thought is ours is actually not ours. Can you imagine that? The, the, continent, that, the continent that we thought, uh, the beautiful Africa that we thought belongs to black people, it's actually don't belong to black people. It's Brother, actually- I was listening to one of your episodes earlier, sorry to cut you off. I was listening to one of your episodes earlier and it further registered in my mind just how much of a victim of colonization that we are there as we are here. The same, man. We're fighting the same fight. Uh, because, man, you know, uh, the main, 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 main objective that uh, the, the colonizers have was to divide us and strip away the worthiness, stripped away the humanity, stripped away the loyalty, stripped away the units that we have. So now we are left as individuals fighting each other. Everyone is one for himself. And as you can see, the presidents that we have, they all become dictators even less than two years in, a, in, 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 in power because every man is the man for himself that sense of unity is taken away from us so that's why it's too easy for for for, for the west for america for china for europe to just come in and divide us and extract all the gold and extract all the resources and go and melt them their way and bring us a sense of eight one percent of whatever they are getting from what they are doing there man um, it's, 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 it's interesting that you said 
uh, Americans and from the West and stuff because, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't um, Barack Obama have a hand in colonizing Libya? Man, that's... I'm not an Obama fan. I'm not an Obama fan. Go. All right. All right. We are on. We are on then. We are on. on. Bring it up. Bring it up. Tell these, tell these that, man, (laughs) tell these, tell these hypnotized Negroes about Barack Hussein Obama. Go. I'm going to be quiet. Go. I, I, let me just uh, take it from, from the top. Let me take it from Reckon. You know, because the brother, uh, Muami Gaddafi, the, the then um, uh, president of Libya, from the first go, he was against all these kind of uh, influences from the West, paying paying some kind of loans, paying some kind of um, uh, 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 resources that they, 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 they kind of say that uh, we found these resources, so you need to pay us that some kind of money that is still going on actually in countries like Guinea, countries like uh, Kenya, countries like um, uh, Congo, countries even uh, in Zambia, just next next door. So, Mwamika uh, Tafi say, okay, uh, this is no more. As soon as I get in, in 1970, 1969, 1970, say, Italians, find your way home. Americans find your way home. Everyone finds their, their way home. So, what he did that makes that made him uh, to become the enemy of of the West. Uh, he was funding all these uh, these groups. The groups like your Black Panther, like your your your, your Nation of Islam. He was funding all those groups from his uh, statesman because uh, uh, Libya became a very 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 a rich country because he, when he, he took power he nationalized all forms of uh, petroleum because there's too much oil in Libya and petroleum the British petroleum, petroleum was founded there and then he, he chased them away and took over all that kind of stuff so they were very wealthy so he was funding all those groups there in America so uh, uh, the West saw that this guy is becoming a threat in 1968 I reckon sent airstrikes to his compound actually so at that time he missed he couldn't get uh he he didn't get him he killed his daughter his youngest daughter but he missed him and then he was vigilant he was staying all over because this is a desert you can stay everywhere no one can really locate you there's no addresses there's nothing so he was vigilant for so many years so in 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 2011 2009 they appoint him as an au uh um a commission like African Union Commission at that time he, he, he made sure that the, the sense of United States of Africa is moving on that was a threat because if we can unite and realize that uh, as Africans uh, we have this so much so much power in army so much power in resources then we don't need anything from the West we can pay off their bills even in one year all the countries can pay them in one year it will be so we will be sorted out and they saw that this is a threat because uh the west the, the, the western region which consists consist of um nigeria mali uh sierra leone libya and all those countries 
they already formed their union. They already used one current, which is Echowise. They, they, they saw that this thing is going on. So they plotted Obama was the one who was in charge at that time, 2010, 2011. They plotted against him. As soon after that, the rebels crept in from the province, from the province there in Libya. The rebels dropped in and as soon as the rebels started, they didn't even have three months, they didn't even have nothing. There's no power, nothing from the rebels. They were founded. They were assisted by NATO. Who's NATO? NATO is the uh, army force that is controlled by America and the European countries, which is, uh, if you can, if everyone can search it, you will find out what is NATO. NATO was there uh, in three months after the, 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 the rebels started to, 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 to make actions. So at that time, airstrikes were going all over Libya. They were destroying Libya. If you can find the pictures of Libya today, Libya, Libya is, is in ashes. And then what they did, it took them six months to get to him because he was fighting those uh, rebels. But with the power of NATO, he couldn't fight them because they, they opposed sanctions to him. They opposed sanctions. The, the international criminal law, uh, uh, criminal court poses sanctions and warrant of arrest in June and in 2011 for, for Muami Gaddafi. At that time, no president was uh, trying to save him. Africa had African Union, but no one from Africa, not even one country was defending him from those rebels, from those terrorists, from those criminals. You ask me why? Because they were scared of the West and Europe. You know, and then they, they finally get to him on the on October. They killed him like a dog. And then now Libya is in ashes. There's nothing going on. There's war after war. There's rebel against uh, uh, Gaddafi's people. And then rebels, they are fighting. NATO is still there up until today. So, so, then, you know, I remember hearing the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan say that uh, Gaddafi was like a brother to him. And you say that he funded uh, the Nation of Islam, so that would be why. Yes. Here in America, I'm not going to spend that much time on Obama. But here in America, the man is worshipped. We, we love Obama. You know what I'm saying? We worship that man like he's like the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> if you, man, if you say anything, if you are black and you say anything bad about Obama, you're ostracized. Uh, no, no, no. You're, 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 uh, I swear you're canceled. You're cussed out, you're ostracized, you're 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 vilified, you're vilified. Um, and I'm like, do y'all do y'all homework on do y'all do y'all homework on this man? This man is not the saint that you think he is. He just looks cool. Yeah. Soft haircut. Yeah, he's a white. cool ass brother. Yeah, I, I like his swag. He got his swag for days. 
Yeah, he's, he's got a swag for days, but behind that swag, man, there's a lot going on over there because the yeah, the, the the Arabs in in Iraq and in Iran they will tell you what Obama did to them. Hmm. So, man. so um, tell me this. I uh so tell me this um on a much 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 lighter note as we transition to a more lighter note mm. I've actually had the privilege the blessing of coming in contact with refugee kids from yeah. from Congo from Tanzania from Uganda uh, from the Central African Republic this past summer and um and one thing that I was trying to teach, these are the main things that I was trying to teach them, right? I taught them, number one, y'all from Africa, I'm from North Carolina, but we're all one. Yeah. Number two, number two, where you're from, you're African, but here you're viewed as black. They told me that they were not called black until they hit, until they hit American soil. Yeah. Number three, how do you, how can you matriculate? How can you make it into American society? And I told, and I had some, and I had some speakers come through and, uh, you know, give them some game. So, and also number one, number one, like the first project that I had them do was a flag project. I wanted them to draw flags of their home countries because I don't want them to assimilate in for, for no one. That's what's up. So if you coming from, you know, the beautiful city that I've never that I will visit one day, Cape Town, South Africa. Cape Town, South Africa, yeah. If if you were to see any kids moving here into America as a refugee, what advice would you give them? Y'all, my man, I I'll make sure that I tell the kids that it's better for you to die here in Africa than for you to go and die in America. Because we've seen what happened to black men in America for far, 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 far more times and far years ahead. So it's been happening for, for over 30 years now that black people are just dying like 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 ants and nothing is happening so i would tell those 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 beautiful kids from from cape town south africa that uh it's 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 either you stay here and die with dignity and going than going to america chasing american dream and then and then die like ants in there because uh, the fact of the matter is as soon as as Africans we realize the power we have no African should be anywhere other than in Africa as soon as we realize the resources we have no African should even want to leave Africa but we get to get rid of the dictators, the people who cannot govern, 
the people who doesn't know what power is the people who cannot handle the power as soon as we get rid of those africa is beautiful man this is the place to be africa is wealthy africa is beautiful africa is uh it it it, it breathes life to you we got a, a very deep history and i know my my forefathers up to the the 10th one can you believe that i can name them right now for you up to the 10th one i know where they were buried up to the seventh one because as we the eighth generation moved from another village which is like um i i'd say 60 miles to my village and come and conquer there so i got i can point you to to the burial site of up to eight generations my forefathers they are laying there we know this one was doing this this one was doing that africa is rich with culture is rich with heart, with history is rich with traditional medicine so you cannot want to leave africa you rather want to stay and change the situation here and hope for the better and die trying mm. Man, you just hit me, man, you just hit me with the shoe. You just drop you just drop uh you just drop a load on me right there, man. And you know, and you know, I've been I've been in America my entire life, obviously. I've been in America my entire life. All I know is America, but you know, I struggle. I don't even pledge allegiance to that flag. I'm gonna show you the flag that I pledge allegiance to. Let me show you the flag that I pledge allegiance to. Let, let me see. Let us see the flag, man. Ah, ah, there's the flag. That's the flag. Uh, red, black, and green with the power. That's the flag. Yes. See, that's the flag that I pledge allegiance to. That, uh, saw, them stars and stripes, man, there's so much blood on that daggone flag. And... That's what I think, that's what I think, that's why I believe that Pan-Africanism here in America is. It's us picking up the pieces of our existence, which has been, which has had slavery, Jim Crow, and you know, police genocide and mass incarceration written all over it, right? That's us picking up the pieces and saying, yo, we descend from kings. Africa is a kingdom. Well, there's a well, there's a large number of us in these in these different in these different areas, right? They're kingdoms. You know, it's kind of, it's it's like Lupe Fiasco's song with Damian Marley, Kingdom. Mm. He's saying uh, something. Uh, Boston, no, something's a kingdom. Kings is a kingdom. South Central's a kingdom. Atlanta's a kingdom. I say West Sound's a kingdom. All of that. Well, yeah. what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is. <clears throat> Once we realize that we're kings and queens and carry ourselves as such, that lines up with what with how our ancestors carried themselves prior to we, prior to um, us being kidnapped, brought in the middle passage, and subjected to slavery and basically a holocaust. Once we line ourselves up with that and stuff. That's how we carry. That's how we carry ourselves until we either 
go back to Africa, uh, hit back up, hit Africa back up, or bring Africa to where we're at. Makes sense. That's what's up. That makes sense. And That's what's up. And to me, and to me, and to me, what that what that looks like, like I said, I'm an advocate. I'm help. I'm telling the I'm telling the black kids, yo. Be nice to each other. Uh, read more. Um, say yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, to your teachers. Stuff like that. I'm yeah. writing. I'm writing these stories and stuff. You know, I'm not. I'm not like you know, boost myself. But I believe that we all play a part in. I believe we all play play a part for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And uh, uh, the the best way to to play a part. I like the fact that you are encouraging them to read. It's very vital and it's very important for the kids today uh, to get to know their culture, to get to know uh, their history, to get to know what makes them great, you know. Because if you can understand uh, the Haiti revolution, you will understand that what happened there in Haiti, it was the means of uh, African spirituality. You see, it was the means. I'm doing this because the the Haitian Revolution, man. Yeah, man. Guilty and oppressed, man. They said, "What happened?" They said, "We sick of this." Pop, 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 pop. That's what's up, my man. So. Uh, what really played a pivotal part in Haitian uh, Revolution? It was the knowledge of themselves, uh, the knowledge of African spirituality. Uh, because most of those uh, uh, battles were fought quietly. They were using what you call voodoo now in your America. What I call herbs they would uh, sprinkle some f in the food of the white people which i call them pale people because white is another color and their color is not white it, i call them pale people so they they would sprinkle some mochi there and they would go to sleep for days but they wouldn't kill them they would go sleep for days and then the soldiers would go and just do what as, as they wish so this is the knowledge of what? Self. This is self-knowledge, African identity, knowing your worth, knowing your power, knowing, knowing your African spirituality, and not following the bogus Jesus and the bogus God, which will never come and save you. Okay, so now we've hit a, so now we hit a point where we may have a little bit of a disagreement between us, but I believe in being. I believe in disagreeing without being disagreeable. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, man. No hate. Believe, no, 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 no. This one I'm getting at. Uh, I believe in hell. I believe. I believe if you see if you view things differently from me, I'm gonna listen and stuff because I might learn something, or you might learn something. Somebody's gonna learn oh. something, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I said. Now I brought this up when I was talking with. When I had, when I, on the episode where I was talking with a couple of brothers who are from Shelby, like I am, but they're at, but they fall, but they're, uh, but they ascribe to African spirituality. 
they were Christians, but they left Christians because they had a lot of questions and they and they were not getting any answers. Um, I say um a lot. Please excuse me. When uh okay, when man. there are people who there are people who say that Christianity first popped off in Africa, but before we go there, what? is your view you just said a little bit of it but what is your view on christianity when you see when you see when you see us going oh praise jesus I'm better than people about, and all that <laughs> when you see you this see, I went live. yeah see yeah this. man i read script i read some, i read some scripture before you came on when you see this tell me i can hmm. take it what is your view? What What do you think? What's your mindset? Ah, uh, my man. Be real, brother. As you see my clicking, my laugh when I when I saw that Bible. My man, this is not even discrepancies when it comes to Bible. It's just pure fairy tale for us as Africans, because. Uh, a, a, a Bible for us is a symbol of hope. So, if you give us hope, but you don't give us skills to make us rich, and you're telling us that uh, a Jesus is a white person on the cross, so you're giving us you as a pale person the version of you as a savior of Africans, and then you make the devil to be uh, this uh, a creature who is like a gorilla, who is like a black African angry man, and then you tell us that this is devil, don't ever believe in this one, this one is gonna destroy you, you must have faith in this pale person who's on the cross. That is where we grow the lie. Because if if you bring us the Bible, by but for us you hide the technology books, you hide the engineering books, you hide uh, the hist the African historic books, but you want us to believe that this Bible is gonna one day save us and take us 140,000 of us will go to heaven that's some pure bullshit to me man <laughs> you know I'm going to tell you this I um, I'm learning African spirituality I'm learning because when someone asks me what, what my beliefs are and I've decided see I'll be 35 I'll be 35 uh, on Tuesday Tuesday. I'm close there. I'm close there. Yeah, so I've decided I'm not going to be telling, I'm not going to be explaining my political views nor my uh, beliefs to Believe anybody. It, it, yes. ain't nobody, it ain't nobody's business. I'll share with it if I want to. So, so but, I, but I'm sharing with you because we're being transparent here. I believe that I am more so where Christianity and African spirituality intersect. Um, I look at Jesus 
Yeshua. I look at I look at I look at the individual and I'm like, yo, this man lived a life that I could aspire to live. Mine's the part that he was celibate. I'm sorry, I love I'm sorry, you know, black women split their legs wide open and stuff. You you walk into the heavy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, but anyway, my point That's what's up, my man. That's what's up, yeah. My point is other than that, when it comes to doing for the poor. When, I mean, when it comes to helping the poor, when it comes to loving the unlovable, all of that, Jesus was a dope, dope, dope individual. Not yeah. white. He wasn't white. He was just as black as me and you. Um, but did he actually exist? The Bible says it does. The science say he does. did. I haven't looked it up. Um, <clears throat> African spirituality, however, well, check me out. If I was to go, if I was to walk into my church and say, hey, hey, y'all, guess what? Guess what? I am a God. Man, they'll look at me cross-eyed, be like, they would look at me cross-eyed and be like, blasphemer! <laughs> but it's it's in the script, it's in scripture. It says in Psalm 82 and 6. I say you are gods, you are children of the most high. Genesis yeah. 127. Uh, you are made in the image of God. When you are made in someone's image, you're gonna look at them and you wanna see, and you wanna see what you are. I mean, you're gonna look in the reflect, you're gonna look at your reflection and see and see an image. If you're if Amen. I'm made in the image of God, then I have God-like capabilities. I can speak things into existence. It says so in John, I think it's 10 34. Doesn't your holy book say that you are gods? When you get past when you get past all the colonialism and whatnot that is attached to how the Bible has been presented, mostly especially the King James Version, you amen. will know. So what? No, I'm saying amen. When you, <laughs> uh, I say, I say. Um when, oh. but when you get down to but when you get down to all of that. We get down to all of that, what the Bible was originally written for, which Anthony Browder says that it is basically a European translation of old African uh, tales. Um, and I can and I can understand that. Have I read all of that? Do I have a wealth of knowledge according of all that? No, I just know what I heard, and I'm just flowing with the spirit. You know what I'm saying? And the spirit is saying. And the Spirit is saying to me, you are a God. A great sacrifice is made. A great sacrifice is made for you. Learn more about yourself. Everybody ain't gotta know about it though. Everybody ain't gotta know about your process. So Alright. Alright, yeah. alright. So on the on that point of um our Christianity. You know, and mind you, I'm not right. And Christian mind you, needs. Let you know, I'm not out here saying. I'm not actually, here. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Actually, the, the events of Christianity cannot be traced in any way in the history of civilization, but the history of Africans and the history of Romans just intertwined between that time. But there's no way that is tracing uh, Jesus. Joshua, Abraham, Isaac, and even 
uh, uh, all these guys that are stated in the Bible, there's no way in the history that is stating that Jesus was at Rome around this time, uh, 33 BC, where he died. There's no nothing like that that says in the in the history. But there is so many things in the history that will tell you what happened in Rome, that that happened in Egypt, that happened in uh, in, in 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 India, just even in in the thousand uh, before Christ. So this is where now you need to make uh, 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 the acceptance of this knowledge of Jesus Christ as a myth, because. There's no existence in history. There's no records other than the Bible. No records at all. But there are records of Mansa Musa. There are records of the great cannibal Baka. Even during the Jesus times, he was invading Rome. He was invading uh, uh, Portugal. He was invading Spain during that time but there's no existence in the history of jesus so you tell me uh, uh, the bible and the harry potter books what's the difference this man just said what is the difference between the bible and harry potter are you serious <laughs> But man, this is a fairy tale. But you know, I, I got some gospel tracks on my. Have you listened to my to my album on on Spotify or iTunes? Go ahead, tell me about your. Go ahead, tell me about your. Go ahead, tell me. Uh, go ahead, plug your album, man. Alright, I got this album called uh, Salvation. This is a some sort of an EP. It's got eight tracks. Um, I got three tracks there that are dedicated to. to the gospel but there's they are, they are switching when it comes to to the knowledge because i got a track that called uh and utiko umdali fela kwake that's tosa with i means i thank god the creator and jesus for dying for me that's the chorus but when it comes to the rhymes i deliver knowledge i deliver the sense of ownership the sense of responsibility because i just want to get hold of those people who are still inclined to uh, the bible those people who are still inclined to the works of so-called jesus i want to bring him along but I want to deliver the straight, narrow message to them that you, as a person, you need to be responsible. You need to be passionate. You need to have plans. You need to have strategies. And you need to have structure for you and your plan to go forward. That's what I teach them on that song. But the chorus is catching all the gospel people all the 
that Jesus is coming to save us. We don't need to do anything. We're going to wait for Jesus to buy me a car. Because those kind of people here, we're building more churches than industrial areas here. So I got three of those tracks on my album. I use the fairy tale as well to come and, and, and to, to get the attention of those people because I, the, the fairy tale, does it, if I don't believe to it, doesn't mean I cannot use it. I can still use Harry Potter even if I don't believe that what he's doing there is, is the really uh, happening. I can use G.I. Joe, I can use Da Vinci Code books to to, to, to to lure the people on that universe of G.I. Joe but doesn't mean I believe it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Me, me, uh, I come across atheists, uh, atheists, like my cousin's an atheist. I come across people who don't believe what I believe. I just know at the end, I just say at the end of the day, I'm not one of these people out here forcing my, forcing my beliefs on anybody. I could just think about myself and uh, the idea of the idea of God coming down in human form and dying for all the stupid things that I do, you know what I'm saying? That motivates me. That I know it's funny to you, Wonderful. it's funny, it's funny to you, it's funny to atheists, it's funny to anyone who doesn't believe. Wonderful. But you know, the idea and if nothing else, if nothing else, yo, I've been through so many I've been through so much th- so many things in my 35 years of on this earth. I mean, 34. I ain't 35 yet, but 34. In my 34 years on this earth, I've been through so many, so much crap. I almost died. I've been homeless. I've been lost in New York City. You ever been in New York City? Wow. I've been in New York City. I haven't been anywhere. I haven't been anywhere. I I, I don't have desires to go to America. I don't want to be killed by the cops, man. I I, I don't want to be there. We're gonna I talk don't want to be there. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But, uh, All right. uh, but I'm going to say this and let's wrap up the, uh, uh, the, 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 the religion, religion, the religion. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But anyway, I could just say that, uh, through all that I've been through, I've almost been killed, almost been homeless, been depressed, suicidal and all that good stuff. And I would say that it was a combination between gaining knowledge of myself and some script and some scriptures that I've read and praying to God and whatnot, praying to the praying to the most high has helped me, has you know got me where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? I dropped out of high school when I was 18 years old. Now my dad gonna teach him. I was shy when I was a kid. Like shy, bashful. Uh, awkward, all of that. Now I'm an actor. If you would have told me that I'd be that I'd be standing in front of people doing stuff when I was a kid, I would have been so scared I probably would cry. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I know that all those, I know that all the, that those and everything else that I've accomplished in this life. I just give all glory to God, you know what I'm saying? And I just say, and I would just say to anybody who has any different beliefs, I respect all I respect all beliefs and stuff. 
what works for you works for you, what works for me works for me. However, I do wish to study and become and learn more about 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 African spirituality. And will I ever and will I ever ditch Christianity and go African spirituality? I don't know. Will I ever look at anyone who's uh, African spiritual uh, uh, spiritual and say you're tripping? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! I don't <laughs> think so. I, that's just not in me to do. So I just I got love for everybody, man. All right, all right. Okay, just before we. Um, just before we 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 leave that conversation of uh, religion, I just wanna allude to this uh, point. Religion gives people sense of direction. Religion, Christianity, most of all, gives people sense of faith and hope if it applied in the right way it can save someone from killing himself it can save mm. someone for hating uh, an innocent person it can save someone for raping an innocent girl if it applied right there are some parts of the fairy tale of a holy bible that i would even enforce to to my children because it's not all bad somewhere somehow it is good it can bring you that kind of uh, sense of belonging to the church to the group and that sense of hope and faith so in a way it's not all that bad but for the fact that it's rigged, it's been distorted, and it gave us our it gave our people nothing but hope. And our children, we see them going into being pastors at the age of 12, while Chinese boys going into engineering going into microscope learning technology we see europeans going into engineering but our boys were teaching them how to preach the gospel and we make that acceptable i got a, i got a, some kind of a problem right there i got a problem with that see Oh my God, we gotta wrap this part. We gotta wrap this subject up. But yo, I, yeah. I, I, let me let me let me just say, let me just say this. I got a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Like like Jesus was walking into the temple at the age of 12, and I know you guys. I know you're probably thinking, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible talks about his birth. Um, <laughs> don't say nothing else until. Until probably the age of twelve, he uh, wanted to be taught, and then that, and then we done until he's thirty and so whatever. Um, but anyway, Jesus was sitting back being taught at the age of twelve, right? 
If you're yeah. 12 years old, you need to be daggone 12 years old. I ain't listen to no daggone TV. Okay. Just, 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 just be, before we go forward, where was Jesus sent to? Wasn't he sent to Africa to go and learn? Yeah. In Egypt? Yeah. There he was. So if you if you know that story of um, uh, uh, the uh, when 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 the uh, I don't know how to call it in in English, but those people that were sent to to Jerusalem missionary. to Jerusalem, missionary. yes, yeah, missionaries, they were sent with what we called here in Africa, in Peppo. Well, what say again? In Peppo. Right. That is a cleansing, uh, some kind of a help that cleanses and clean uh, wherever you are. Even I can smoke it here; it cleans the room. It get rid of sage. You talking about sage? The... Yes, yeah, sage. Yes, that's the one. You are sent with that, and uh, and the gold. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the other one is. There were there were there were three. What we call it in Taka, in Taka M that one is the one that if you eat it, you can eat it and eat again in the next two in the next two days. Give you strength. That was given to him for him to, to be managed to travel from Jerusalem to Egypt. But at that time that he was born, according to the book of Enoch. You know the book of Enoch, right? Book of Enoch is not even in the Bible, but I'm pretty sure it's being in the apoc in the apocryphy. You must you must check that one. That that's what I read, and that what that that is what is recommended is the true story of what happened to the Bible. So according to that, uh, according to everyone's knowledge, uh uh middle east and africa was one until 100 years ago do you know that right absolutely man it was all africa they divided they 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 brought those machines and 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 spread that sea there's a reason why there's such a high there's a reason why there is um a high a high amount of africans who come here they're from sudan they're from egypt um yes. like that and they speak and they speak arabic because africans were the original arabs you know what i'm saying yes. jesus yes. Was, along that, was along that line of people jesus was black <laughs> so uh jesus was from africa which is which was in jerusalem in in uh, in israel right the original israel, yeah israel was part of africa at the time so the distortion of the Bible now it's what makes me not to believe in whatever. I don't I don't say that the story of Bible is totally utterly false, but the way that is portrayed to us now, I got questions in there. And that's okay, what so makes me that, not to believe in it. The way that it has been portrayed to us when we were kidnapped and brought here. The way it was protect, portrayed to us like this. Nigga, if you best do what your master say, or God gonna come down and beat you down, and you gonna burn in hell. 
and they had a beat down to us, raping into us. You know what I'm saying? So I know what I know yeah. what down. And that and that's the perfect segue into the next subject. Um any African with any common sense after hearing that, knowing that knowing that, that took place five hundred plus years ago, no four hundred plus years ago, heck it took it was a long time ago. And that same brother, the same hatred for our people still takes place to this very day. So who would wanna who would wanna come here? Land of the free, home of the brave. Yo, they talk about slavery is over, right? No, the heck it ain't. Thirteenth Amendment. Not at all. Not at 13th all. Amendment. You know, you know, when we talk about uh, slave, slavery of these days, we're talking about now. We talk. We will talk about the mass cancellations. Now we'll talk about uh, 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 the depopulations of Africans. Now we'll talk about the, uh, the the identity of Africans that is stripped is, is being stripped away from Africans uh, there in America and the absence of a black man in the house, the absence of a father in all the houses in the projects in all the houses in the ghettos. That's 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 some kind of slavery. That one right there, brother. How much, how much American stuff are you studying? That gone. You know too much. <laughs> My man, I'm talking about what I know, what about what I read and what I see. When I'm talking about the absence of fathers in the ghettos, the absence of fathers in the projects. This is what is leading us as Africans to where we are now, where every every girl, every guy is interchanging the sexual relationship. Now we got those we call homophobics. Now we got those we called gays and all that kind of stuff because there's absence of the structure of a black man in the house why was not happening 200 years ago why there was no homophobics 300 years ago because there was proper structure in the houses in the homes actually because where you have a wife and the husband and the kids that's a home there was proper structure then there was no homophobic. Now, all the black, most and the majority of the black men in the ghettos, in the project, they are in jail. Now, kids, a black boy is being raised by mother, aunts, and all that. He's being nurtured, he's being given that softiness. Now, he sees himself as soft as he seems self as uh, vulnerable in a way that he thinks he's a girl. I got nothing against people who are actually biologically born with that kind of uh, situation, but it is happening systematically. 
in the black homes. This is what we need to get to the bottom of. As soon as we stop the mass incarceration of black men and we allow black men and the black women to raise children in the proper structure, we will shy away from those kind of things. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you, man. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. Like, I'll say when I'll say when it comes to homosexual homosexuality, I'm not going to talk too much about that because I'm not gay. You're not gay. Um, and they line homosexuality up with they line homosexuality up with black issues way too much, so I'm not going to do that. I was going to say, yo, who you sleep with, that's who you sleep with. I don't care. Um, again, I've, you know, I've split black women open and went inside and had a heavenly experience. So there you go. Um, <laughs> um, that's what's up. Power to you, my man. Yes. So, Lord Jesus, uh, excuse me. So my point is though, my point is though, the presence of a father in the home, the presence of a father in the home, it does balance things out and does add more structure. I am not going to lie to you. My dad was not in the home when I was growing up. Yeah, you, you saw that. You said so what? That, yeah. I'm saying that you said that you, you were once uh, an orphan and all that kind of stuff. So that means that you didn't have a father to 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 give you all the kind of values. Yeah, man. If anything, my dad made me feel bad about myself. Well, whenever I would see him, he would either talk junk or um, I would tell him that I hated him. So, but if I had, but a man named, a man by the name of Calvin Wingo, who was a deacon in the church, still is, um, he he stepped up, became kind of like a big brother slash father figure to me when I was in my early twenties. He showed me the game. I have no doubt in my life that I, I have no doubt in my mind that I would not have grown to be the man that I am today had he not uh, come through for the short time they did and did damage control. I love that man very much. Um, yeah. and he shadowed that, and through. And through the parameters of the educational system, you know, while I'm while I'm at work and stuff, that's why I try to that's why I try to be to young black boys. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this one black boy, right? Boy's wild. You know, he's I want wild is not a good word. Um, energetic. You know what I'm saying? He's energetic. Yeah, yeah, you're cool, but you just got that 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 kind of energy. Yeah. So my boss, who was a white woman, Caucasian woman, you say pale, I'm gonna say Caucasian. A Caucasian woman, um, older, probably 50s, 60s, I don't know, had trouble getting him to sit down. She told him to sit down. And I'm like, he's not a bad kid, it's just, he's a kid. He's mm, have energy. Especially boys. I don't care what color boy, black, white, uh, Hispanic, Native American. Boys have a lot of energy. Boys have testosterone. You know what I'm saying? And when they're younger, they're trying to control it. But guess what? I'm com- I come in 
I come in and I'm like, okay, okay, the boy, okay. It's something about when a boy is in the presence of a man that helps that helps them calm down a little bit. That gives them a little bit more respect, right? So oh, yeah. one day I sound one day I sound down, took his arm, sound down, he kept on trying to give me a let go. And I was like, man, you need a hug. Come on, I'll bring it. Come on. And that just drained all his energy out and stuff. He just he was just quiet. <laughs> yeah. Why now I won't do that a lot, but I'm like, you know, it take it it take you have to have a certain degree of patience. Now my boss got mad and frustrated and kicked him out of the class, which that pissed me off. But that was not good. So what? I'm just saying that was not good. You shouldn't now, kick him out uh, of the class. Yeah. Now, um, I now she did mention how I'm not going to be there anymore because I'm leaving the job. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving the job to go to a higher paying job. But still, right. that's what's up. But still, you know, it, this 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 happens to black boys here in America all the time. If the teacher has trouble has trouble controlling them and stuff, special ed. Put crack in them. Ah, wow. Now, um, now, crack meaning Ritalin. Hmm. Drug them up, right? Yeah. Well, put them in Juvie Hall. That this is stuff that happens. So, why the Juvie Hall is? So what? Why the Juvie Hall is? Oh, juvie, uh, I said Juvie Hall, meaning Juvenile Hall, meaning yeah. prison for kids. Where in the in the in the in the institution where you are working at, or no. maybe a, a, a juvenile center where they will get arrested. I'm saying that when I'm saying that when a kid here in America is a part, oh, yeah, especially black kid, that, yeah, is part of that school to prison pipeline. Along that pop pipeline, um, according to the system, they're going to hit juvenile hall on the way to prison. Yeah, oh, oh, all right, all right. Now I understand what you're saying. So, so it's kind of like when you say, uh, no, I don't want to get America. I, I don't want to go to America. I want to get killed. I can understand it. Because <laughs> I've been approached by police officers. What happened I, then? So what? What, what? what was the situation? What was what was your uh, experience with, uh, with with being pulled out? Well, you're going to laugh about this, given our lengthy uh, discussion on religion. <laughs> two times the cop, uh, two times that cop approached me was at was at church. All right. Yeah, once because I was just sitting in front of the church, and the other time because I had a boot bag, and the cop wanted to search my boot bag. But I was showing up there and left. Once I was just walking, once I was just walking up the street from my apartment, I was minding my own business. Cop pulled me over. Once when I was 12 years old, cop approached me, my cousin, and my cousin's girlfriend, saying that I fit the description of a suspect. When I was 12. Wow. 
when I was you see what I mean? Now you see what I mean? Uh, here's my most recent one. This one's back in 2017. Um, I was shooting a film, right? I was supposed to be filming. This, uh, the director failed to tell the police that there would be use of a BB gun in the film. So, he failed to tell them. He just put a sign on the door uh, saying that a robbery's not really taking place. Will nobody be able to see it? So me, I'm an actor. When I when I'm acting, I'm into it. I'm like, freeze, mother, uh, all that good stuff. So I was doing that. That's what's up. That's what's up. I was doing that. Look out the window. About five, six police cars rushing up. Guns out. Um, it was like, yeah. it was like they about, it was like they were about to catch a, a Bin Laden or something. They say I know. I'm on the ground being frisked. Um, I, I don't remember whether or not I was handcuffed. No, I wasn't handcuffed. But they were frisking me, and I was complying to every single thing they said. Because I know that one word, one wrong move, one wrong word, exactly. And some situations don't even take that much. Like that's what happened with the brother Jacob Blake. Yeah, nothing. All dude did was break up a freaking fight. Then saying you know, boom, pop, 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 pop. Cause he was walking away from the police officers. Yo, my man, how have you been able, like, uh, I don't know if I would be able, like, to even leave the house, like, to even, like, get in, into the car and travel across state, like, from North Carolina, where you are, like, to New York or to, or to to New Orleans or that kind of stuff. I don't even think I would be doing that in this kind of situation like you are in where anything can happen. Like without doing nothing, you can be killed. How are you, what is your anxiety? Like what is your sense of uh, like uh, a psychologically thinking when it comes to these things? Like when you are going out, when you are driving, Okay, so it says so in the incredible book that you compare to Harry Potter. It says, um, that was a joke. Um, it says- I do, actually I do. Not a joke, I do compare it to Harry Potter. <laughs> but it does say in there, here's one of the jewels. For the Lord did not give you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The answer, our ancestors would not God doesn't want me living in fear. Our ancestors don't want me living in fear. I do not have fear in me. Do I have anxiety? Yes, I have anxiety. Yo, uh, just the other day, I was at a bus lot. Um, a cop pulled up. Guy out of her car was just standing there. Just her presence, man, was making me make me feel some type of way. Oh, yeah. I don't like cops, period. Yes, I know that there are good cops out there. There are great cops out there who do their job and whatever and stuff, right? But I'm sorry. The, the bad cops who are killing my people, making us drop like flies, have given cops a bad rap. Plus, you got to look at where cops originated. Slave catches, right? So when I go out and I live life, I see a cop car, I get nervous, I get as far away from them as I possibly can. But I cannot, but I'm like, I cannot live in fear. If I live in fear, 
if I live in fear, then that's going to completely alleviate any blessing that God has waiting for me because I'm too scared to go get it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let me ask this one. This, this, this other question. When the, when you heard about uh, the death of uh, uh, George Floyd, where were you? What were you doing? And once you heard it, who you were you, who were you with? And what was the situation around people you were with at that time? What was the feeling? What was the the, the atmosphere in the room or wherever you were? I think I was in my apartment, man. I think I was, yeah, I was in my apartment getting ready to go to work. When I found out about George Floyd and when all the protests were taking place, I was over at my mom's. Uh, she lives in Gaffney, South Carolina. So, and so, and so, <clears throat> the sad thing about that was I was at my mom's. You know, my mom has been the one constant in my life since the day I was born. And I shudder to think of her, I shudder to think of uh, her being worried about me. I mean, she's a mother. I mean, yeah, I'm about to turn 35, but she still going. She still worries about me. I'm sure of it. Yeah, you, you are still his baby. You're I am a black. Baby. I am not only am I her baby, but I'm a black. But I'm a black man in these uh, in these crazy in these crazy streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like if the guy if the if the badges ain't gonna do me in, the do the ones who look like me. Same thing. It's a war zone here, man. Yeah, man. This is the other kind of a reason why I feel some type of way with being in America because it's really, really not safe. I had some people around there. I've been uh, in talks with. Uh, even I had uh, my cousin who was uh, staying in Florida. Uh, for I think for like three years he was there. He came, he just came back now because of this corona thing. He was telling me the the kind of way that he was being treated by uh, the, the the foundational uh, black people in America. They kind of thought that because he's from Africa, he's looking down at them. He's um. Uh, the thing is better than them. So I was kind of shocked. I was like, what? What are you telling me? And he was like, hey, don't this, Let me tell and you he was like, he was like, there's this thing now that is going on between foundational black people in America and uh, uh, black African who are there now, just, just came from Africa for jobs and stuff. That there's this, uh, kind of vibe that is going on uh, looking down at each other, trying to intimidate each other and stuff I was like, what the heck man, what are you telling me? Because I thought when you get there, when you see a black person, like you see your brother what? And you are saying that it, it, is, it happened to him over and over again. Let me tell you this so I, was, I, really, I really meant to ask you about this thing man, because I feel like this is a type of thing that we need to talk about because we are in the same situation. Uh, I treat you as my brother. You treat me as your brother. So if I got there, just I may be visiting you, 
I don't want to be subjected in that kind of situation. Let me tell you this, man. And <clears throat> I think that this is more important than anything else that we've already talked about, right? I have two kids. There's there's two kids who are in my class, right? Two boys, I think, from uh, Tanzania. And black kids, neighborhood kids, threw rocks at them because they're from Africa. There's a, there's, um, there's this thing I've heard of, and I'm pretty sure it's sure. I'm pretty sure, sure it's true. Native Africans don't even like us Africans who are in America. You know what I'm saying? And I understand why, because, you know, we have subjected ourselves very much to, uh, to Western, Western culture. So... So that's why I rock with that's why I rock with Pan Africanism because Pan Africanism says to me, it gives me this mindset. You are from yes, I'm from Shelby, North Carolina. You're from Cape Town, South Africa. I come there. I'm hoping that you will help me matriculate through the to the society. You treat me like a brother. You'd be like, yo, check out this brother. He from North Carolina. He from. He from America, but still, you know, he's our brother. You come here, same thing. Check out this brother from South Africa. He's our brother. Now, I've seen a couple of, I know a couple of Africans. I know a brother from Nigeria. I know two brothers from Nigeria, a brother from Liberia. They came here. They've been, they've been living golden. Yet, yet there's others who just struggle because we castigate a whole bunch of hate upon them which is a crime, you know what I'm saying? It's a crime. That comes from lack, that comes from lack of knowledge of self. That comes from an enslaved Western mind. So- Yeah, man. This is the same thing that is happening actually even in here in Africa because we are experiencing the same thing where you get uh, uh, Nigerian embassy, being bent down and they are chasing away American uh, Nigerians from Ghana. It just happened now during March. Uh, they were chased away and they, there were talks that uh, Nigerians are, are, are thieves and all the kind of things are transporting drugs and all that, which is true. They are. But that doesn't mean that they should chase them away they should arrest those criminals and leave those who are working and doing good by uh, the, the, the justice and the laws of that certain country. So uh, it, it is also happening amongst us here in Africa. So before we deal with it in America, we need to deal with that here in America, in Africa. Uh, the first thing I told to you, I, I told you uh, before we start talking, we start uh, engaging in conversation, it was that pale people came here and broke us and take away the sense of uh, African Africanism, the sense of unity, the sense of humanity from us. Now, every man is a man from himself. I did tell you that right in the beginning. So this is what is happening even there in America. Everyone is living by that, that philosophy. 
every man is a man from himself but that is not happening from the jews that is not happening from the chinese that is not happening from the indians it's only happening to us as africans why is that happening is because we are allowing it to happen and why were we that the is the ones, that is a problem and why were we the ones who had to be broken like that i tell you why because we're the original people we're the chosen people obviously according obviously, to the was... bible we're the <laughs> we're the chosen people according let's to go the... let's go let's go to the bible let's i go. mean the bible does but say I... But according to the history, according to the history, Africans were the first people, and it is still documented that uh, black people crossed Europe and established Greece as the first inhabitant. So when they got to Greece, um, that's where they develop all the kind of. Um, systems knowledge that's why you see greece is always amongst the uh the, the first inventions of even language even uh, uh, uh mathematics even uh techno no no not technology even even uh science greece because that's where africans mostly settled in and established themselves and created some kind of a community then they spread out to the countries like uh, Italy where there is Rome uh, Spain where there is uh, uh, what is this Sevilla uh, and Valencia where there was most African kings there are still uh, mentions of African kings even there there are still bars that are named by kinds of black boy the african kings who were there in italy so it's not a it's not a, a mystery that we were the first people who were born and then we go and explore so in that note do you believe that pale people are our brothers Man, how the heck you gonna put me on the spot like that um <laughs> I was going to point out, I was going to point out, um, you've heard of the goddess uh, Isis, right? Yes. Isis is, Isis is her colonized name. Her name was something else. Now, do I believe that pale people, not pale people, white people, um, Caucasians, are our brothers? Hebrew Israelites... You from, are you familiar with uh, Hebrew Hebrew Israelites? Not really. Okay, Hebrew Israelites, they're kind of like they uh heck, I don't know what they are. They're not Christians, but they they know the Bible very well. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh, I know. I know I know them. Uh, I know them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they will say that white people are children of the devil. I don't agree with that at all. I don't. Um, do I think that there are brothers? Are, do I think that there are brothers in the struggle? Do I think that there are brothers in regards of Africanity and stuff? 
No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me stop right you there because before you get yourself in a complicated situation, yeah. Let's let's let, let's let away what we know right now. Let's let away what has happened in the past 400 years to 500 years. Let's let away what happened in Egypt in the in the past uh, 2,000 years. Let's just talk about humanity. Humanity. Just humanity according to what we know, to what we tell ourselves as Africans. Because we tell ourselves as Africans that we are the first beings. So if we are the first beings, which means Europeans migrated from here in Africa, which means Chinese migrated from here in Africa, which means Indians migrated here from, from Africa. So in a way, those are our brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We all, we, uh, all the way from me to you, all the way from, I'll say from you to me to Opie or uh, all of my white friends, all of us have root. All of us have root. To the whitest, to the whitest man in Africa, in America, which is Donald Trump, is our brother. I was just about to say Donald Trump, but yes. <laughs> so now, when we come to that to that conclusion, now, if we can all, including white people, come to the same conclusion, that eliminates. The racism that eliminate the white supremacist that eliminate uh, the influence of the West to Africa because now if we can all come to that conclusion we would want to make Africa great because we will know that all of us belongs to that same Africa do you agree Makes all the sense in the world, man. That makes sense, but but just the thing. But the thing is, all of us melanated Africans. We were if we were to just uh, if we were to just come together and produce. If we were to just come together and uh, produce power, that would be a threat to the dominant society. That would be massive, man. You know, um, the thing is, between us as Africans, the situation right now is the lack of unity, the lack of trust among each other as Africans. Because if I see a brother from Nigeria, immediately I know that brother is a drug dealer. And 89 out of two or out of 11 I'm sure I would be right because most of those brothers would be doing that they would be drug dealers but at the same point I would see another brother from Nigeria but that brother is not in any of that kind of stuff I know even here in South Africa 
there are too much brothers from Nigeria that I know I interact with that are doing a real business, a real work. The one is the, is my sole mechanic. All my cars, I take it, I, t- I take them to him. He makes sure that my cars are going good. He's, he employed five South Africans there in his yard. He gave them work. They are, they are, are getting they are, they, are, they are getting food for, the, for for their families because of him. So this is that this is the brother that I I am very close with. He understands my car, understands my cars, he understands me, he understands what I want from my car. But at the same time, there's there are other brothers that are busy dealing drugs, human trafficking, pornography, and all these things, who are also from Nigeria. So we need to se- we need to separate criminality from Africanity. Oh yeah, man! If you up in here, if you up, if you over here building the community, um, Phoenix, if you are doing what the Black Panthers did, if you are doing what the Black Panthers did, the ones who were for the struggle and whatnot, I'm down with you. But if you walking around here, if you killing people, if you are having sex with underage girls, if you are um, drugs. Just, all that. If you, heck, yeah. Even if you selling drugs, I ain't rocking with you. I ain't rocking with you. There's already enough negativity in the world. Why add to it? Again, I say. Again, I say. I grew up a shy, bashful, awkward kid. I've been homeless, but I'm a teacher now. I'm a teacher, an actor, a playwright, all that. And the MC. I have not rapped in a very long time, but yes, that too. If I can make something of myself, if you can make something of yourself, why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Because, My because, man, uh, the, okay, yeah, come, yeah, speak. I was about to say, there is this narrative here in America with the Democratic Party that says, Blacks need us. No. Uh, and blacks, and let's allow black people that have excuses for why they are in need of help of us. I'm like, no. We as black people need to hold ourselves accountable to the to our crappy actions and whatnot, and we need to do better. Period. Now, what was you about to say? Sorry about that. Alright, uh, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So, what I was about to say it was, um, in terms of um, uh, the, the two-part system that we have there, I think it's some kind of uh, dis- a disadvantage for you as individuals and you as a group of black people, now that you have to choose between two parties that really really don't don't represent you because i watch cnn i watch these uh fox news ah, stuff. Watch them, i watch fox news and uh, this, this is a hell of, that's whole of a garbage and uh when it comes to do these two parties all these promises they are nothing compared to what is happening in the ghettos what is happening in the hoods so I don't really understand why do you do you really 
still opt for those two democrats and republicans because they are really really not representing anything that has to do with black people so i think it's high time that one of you the number of you as black people there in america take charge and make sure that you build a black african generational wealth and stay away from black people there are two and white from white people there are too many 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 businesses that you are creating there if you support those businesses and circulate money amongst you as black people you will create too much financial wealth and build the country the uh, the, the, the uh the blacks their communities because i've heard i'm not sure that this is true i've heard that the black lives matter organization have generated more than 2 billion rands up until now but there's nothing that have gone to the communities up until now so i got a question up in there what's going on you know my like for what is your life for my uh honest answer as Come a up with it Come as up a man it. who has been um as a man who has lived in america for three for three and a half decades i'm gonna tell you man i'm gonna put you on game check me out check me out democrats the democratic party got us by the balls you know what i'm saying very few of us very few of us are educated enough to let go of the democratic party you see the democratic party same bird same bird right wing up uh, right wing left wing same crooked bird <clears throat> democratic party just as racist as the republican party so we're not thinking about that i tell you what we're thinking about we're thinking hey if it's a black institution whatever but yo if i could get into this white institution i'm balling you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying that's what a lot of us think me i'm like i put it like this i've done black theater and i've done white theater right great i've had fun did incredible plays in both of them wonderful you know what i'm saying black black theater ain't better than white theater white theater ain't better than black theater i've had fun at both places you know what i'm saying um i like starbucks i like barnes and noble but yo when they when a black bookstore and coffee shop open up i'm there this is my point a lot of us a lot of us don't have the discipline to invest into generational wealth you know what i'm saying we ain't we ain't tied to each other today in 2020 like we were back in 1960 see in 1960 we had next to nothing we needed each other we need each other now but we have other resources upon resources upon resources black lives matter i'm gonna tell you what i think about black lives matter 
I am 100% with the sentiment, Black Lives Matter. 100% with the sentiment, with the idea that Black Lives Matter. My Black Life Matters. Your Black Life Matters. Jacob Blake's Black Life, Black Life Matters. Trayvon Martin's Black Life Matters. My mom's Black Life Matters. All of that, right? But I'm not with the movement. I mean, I'm not with the group. I'm not with the group. Because the group will probably look at me and my alpha male masculine way of operating through life as misogynistic. I got oh, problems there. There are those uh, things that you need to look out for. There are those uh, uh, boundaries that you need. You don't need to. You need to always look out for uh, machinistic, uh, the letters, LGP, what what. Those are the kind of things that. LGBTQIA, man. Those are the letters, man. LGBTQIA. Lesbian. Gay, bisexual, um, queer, intersexual, asexual. That's what it is. I do not fit within none of those letters. Again, I have laid black women down, split them wide open, and went right into heaven, man. Heaven, just man. I, I know, I know, I felt, I know, I heard angels. Um, you know, but what, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is, what I'm getting at is, Black Lives Matter, Wara, Wara. Check me out. yeah. Check me out, check me out, check me out. I take nothing away from them. What's up? They, they, they protest. They raise a lot of hell when someone's getting shot by the police. But I'm like, what are you doing when someone's not being shot by police? You know what I'm saying? Um, they go hard for, they go hard for, uh, they go harder for black trans people than they do for black, for black cisgender people. And you know what? The founders of it, they're all queer women. So, yo, that's more, uh, you know, black trans, black queer, black gay and stuff. That's more their, that's, that's more their, um, that's more of their tribe, you know what I'm saying? I'm only part of their tribe because I'm, I'm only part of their tribe to the effect that I'm black. But again, I'm not gay. Um, so you gotta know what you gotta know what tribe you gotta know what tribe they're aligned with. There and um Um, you gotta know what tribe uh, that you're aligned with, and again, I wear the I wear the mask with the fist and the hashtag. I do say Black Lives Matter, but the movement there's no place for me in the movement. So I'm like, hey, rock on. Yeah, man. Oh, does that make I, sense, or am I babbling? Yeah, no, nah, nah, it makes sense, man. Uh, you, you what you are saying is you are in for what the movement represent but you are you you are not in for the actual organization no i'm not with, uh, the, uh, I'm not with the word yeah word. because for what from, from what i'm reading i'm far hell away from america and i'm gonna be far away from america <laughs> as far as i want to 
but I'm very much interested in America because why I like I like black people and there's a lot of black people who are in America and I'm very in, in uh interested also in Brazil because there's too much black people who are in there so I'm even my music is doing very well in Brazil even more than in America because there's too much black people my music is talking to black people so what I'm saying is the black the black life movement black life matters movement the pan Africans in there in America need hold up time out whoa 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 I don't think you even put pan Africans in the black lives matter. No, 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 no. It's impossible. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the black the pan Africans who are in there need to build some sort of a movement that will allow black people to unite and form some sort of structure and generational wealth for the black people. Because you're not gonna win with those parties that you have democrats and republicans you know what you're gonna win if you put money into each other let me let me uh i feel a rant coming on so um so you had you're on more platforms than i'm on so i gotta say this real quick watch my play november 6th i'll print that's funny but where is uh, it gonna be what where is it gonna be it's gonna be November 6th. Uh, it's gonna be a Zoom reading. You know what I'm saying? You and your audience, and you're watching. Aprenda Espanol, November 6th. Um, but nah, this is, but well, yes, but here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I have to say about pol- American politics. You, and you study it. So, I mean, and you study it. So, check me out. A lot of us are in the mindset that Donald Trump needs to get up out of office. A lot of us are in the mindset that Joe Biden, that the Joe Biden Kamala Harris ticket is the is the way to go, right? Right? Well, I'm here to say you don't, you don't you don't have much choices. Those are not choices. I'm here to say, I'm here to say, I don't care who is in the daggone White House, we still screw doesn't matter man doesn't matter we love we are all we're in love with obama obama spent eight years in that white house and we started dropping like flies more publicly he, nothing. he was up in there he done nothing he done he, nothing he for us and yet think kamala harris as many black people as she was locked up is gonna do something for us nothing man nothing so, she calls herself a black woman when she needs them black votes. That's what it is. You think Joe Biden, who locked all them black people up through the crime bill, is going to do something for us? Nah. Nada. You so, may still keep Donald Trump up in there. Because at least with Donald Trump in there. And I'm not you Trump. Know. Let you me know. You know what's going on. You know what's going on. You know right what's there. going on, and you're going to take time to educate yourself on what is going on. You I see, think, I think for for pan Africans who are there, it's right for black uh, for, for 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 this guy Donald Trump to be there. For them, 
to know what's going on to actually get more radical you know your enemy so that you can fight him if yeah. you got these two people up in there who pander the black people and it's the black elite and the uneducated black people that they pander to they don't pander to me and you because we know what's up obviously I, and i heard that up until now donald trump have been has even been uh like um spoke against the those those are uh, white supremacist cops that killed jacob blake you haven't spoke on them up until now well what donald the, trump has done that? that everybody is still holding that everybody still hates him for doing is back in back in i think 2016 yeah 2016 there was a riot um, where KKK members, where Klan members and neo-Nazis were protesting and Black Lives Matter protesters got in the mix. A whole bunch of crap happened. Uh, 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 um, a, a, a young lady died. I think her name was Amber or something. Forgot her last name. Um, but but uh, anyway... Donald Trump, when we are looking at the president of the United States to uh, dispel, delegitimize any white supremacy groups such as the neo-Nazis or the Ku Klux Klan, he said there were very there were very fine people on both sides. All right, we need to step away from Donald Trump, and we need to conclude soon because I think we are part we passed. Uh, two hours right now. Yeah, come on, man. We do need food. My bad, uh, man. So, been a great it's cool. Man. It's cool. I'm, I'm still there, man. I, but I think we need to, to, to do um, a part two of this. I really, maybe in, 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 in a month's time, in, in five weeks' time, we do a part two. We come and reminisce in your resonate. <laughs> so. so uh, are attention spans long? Uh, do people have long attention spans in Africa? Uh, not really, but no, 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 not really, man. So I want to allude to this. Um, whoever is watching from America, they need to understand that here in Africa, there is a place for. Africans, whoever or wherever you are from, there is a place for you. Why do you think all those rich black Americans are circling to come and stay here in Africa? Because they see what is going on. Many of them, they got their citizenships here in Africa. They got their lands, they are planting, they are living free without being bothered by police and all that kind of stuff. So my my uh, message to whoever is watching from your side in, in, in North Carolina, in New Jersey, in, 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 in South Dakota, even in there in the South, if you are an African, there's a place for you in Africa. If you need some assistance, contact me. I will hook you up and I will sort you out to have a place here in Africa. 
because you need to come back here in Africa before you all get killed by these police because it's clear that you're not wanted in there you will get killed in numbers if you have not yet get killed and you got that right you need to form some kind of a economical unit where you will control the economy your own economy so that you will be able to buy the votes with your own economy you buy whatever you want to buy come together control your economy use even the drug money if you have to buy that economy to form some kind of uh, structures in the community as Americans who are black in America because if you think that Democrats and Republicans are for you then you are wrong that is my message so I have a message to uh, everybody in Africa from my side um now you come here to America if you happen to come here to America there are a group of us who are pan Africans we're all over we're all over the place we will take we will love you um unfortunately unfortunately here not all skin folk is kin folk there are those there are those who look like us who will look at you and dismiss you for whatever reason so i would say you come here yo you get a lot you got you get a lot of cool rights and privileges here in america but you're still up under the eye of white supremacy so you come here you come here you'll be able hopefully you'll be able to do everything that brother here just said but there is hope but there is hope everywhere you go because we walk around with that royal energy now brother real quick tell the listeners for ADQ's Renaissance how can they get in contact with you alright all right. that's very simple I'm on Twitter that's Maneza F8 it's M-A-N-E-Z-A F8 Maneza separated F8 or Maneza F8 just equal on Twitter and also on Instagram on Facebook you can um, just check Booty VMP Music Maneza that's me I'm there but my podcast is FKU Africa Podcast check that out FKU Africa Podcast FKU means Fikiria Kwa Undani Africa. That is Swahili, the language that we are learning, we are pushing for Africans to understand wherever you are. I uh, applaud those that are busy learning it. If you have not, try to learn some few words. We want in the next 30 years, wherever you go, if you're talking to a black person in Swahili, you must be able to understand you without okay. speaking in English. So that that is what we are pushing. We are pushing that Swahili. So FKU means that means think deep deeply Africa. That's the podcast. You get it. 
on um, Spotify, get it on Apple Podcast, you get it on Listeners Podcast, you get it on um, uh, uh, Google Play Podcast, you get it on YouTube. You will get to watch me speaking. All these things come with images of whatever is going on. It's there. It's there for you. I try to make sure that I bring the real or whatever is going on. You need to check out all your heroes. I speak about them in the previous episodes. So I got to meet the brother that I'm speaking to throughout my work as a podcaster. And he's also a podcaster. We meet in the Pan-African groups on Facebook and we click. We felt like uh, we needed to have this meet and just share some words, but it doesn't mean that it ends here. Me and the brother, we still have some long, long arguments, long, long conversations, long, long advices, long, long collaborations ahead to come. And uh, for those and dope stuff, and for those of you who are listening to listen to his podcast, I mean, for those for your listeners, you want to check me out. My email is adq4christ at gmail.com. Uh, my Twitter is avenue adq underscore 85. My Instagram is Dion Chocolate God 85. And my Facebook is Adrian Dion Quarles, my government name, A D R I A N. D-I-O-N-Q-U-A-R-L-E-S. Please don't call CIA on me. Uh, Mananza. <laughs> yeah, brother. man. Yeah, man. It was you great talking to you. It was great chopping up with you. Man, I enjoyed this conversation. Didn't mean for it to go so daggone long. But, yo, that's what happens when there's synergy, when there's African synergy. And for all that you do, all the knowledge that you are spreading out there, the Bible is not Harry Potter. It is a dope book. But anyway, for all that you do, you, sir, are a valued, loved, and necessary member of the Renaissance. And to all of my brothers and sisters out there in Africa, Nakupenda, Nakupenda, Nakupenda. Amen to that Harry Potter book. That's what's up. <laughs> I say to that life book. Amen. I stop my boat right, I think next time you must really uh, dig deep into African spirituality and what gives you and what I do, like try to explain what I do to overcome some situations like um, uh, getting people who are unable to get kids, people who are unable to get it up in the beds and all kind of stuff, people who are people. Yeah, yeah, man. Spirituality will help you and that would cut of things. Yeah, it's spirituality. It's called the booty, you know, doing the butt. Oh, yeah. And be like, oh, okay, okay. Now what you gotta do? Boom. Oh, snap. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm in heaven. Shoot. Anyway. All right. All right. I stop recording. We can just chat if you want to. Well, actually. And I'm about to stop moving. <laughs>